You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. Well, you are listening live. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jamaa. It's time for our discussion every Thursday night, every Thursday evenings between 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Of course, our beloved, well-renowned, uh, uh, senior, respected, honorable Fadila Tulustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim, Kareem, Damul Barakatun from Lady Smith and myself, inshallah. Uh, you know that every Thursday evenings, every Thursday nights between 9 to 10 is the discussion and uh, we touch some topics that that uh, it's relevant and it's happening right in front of our nose it's happening right in front of our eyes it's happening right at our doorstep uh, before we begin this evening uh, i just got two messages here somebody says uh, uh, Molana, uh, i'm currently a student i'm going through a lot of depression and anxiety and it's been very very hard on me I don't know what to do. Anonymous. That's, that was one question that came in about 25 past 8. And the other question came here. A message from the listener says that, uh, to all Marka Sahaba brothers, please make dua for my granddaughter. She's got bandages on both eyes. She is listening to you, but she is sad from Harari. But anyway. It's a time for our beloved Ustad, and of course, we, uh, our Ustad is going to give us some words of Nasir, some tips, of course, Durut Sharif, then tips, and then inshallah, uh, one or two questions about the, uh, our highlights of Ramadan 1443, and then inshallah, we're going to be touching on suicidal thoughts for those, uh, Teens for those little children who the mother has moved on, mother has remarried, father has remarried. What happens to the children? Ustad, welcome to this beautiful evening. It's the night of Yomul Juma. Juma Mubarak to you and to the family, Ustad. Welcome to the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Malana. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. Throughout the world, in South Africa, tonight is a night of Jumu'ah, great virtue, a night of ibadat, mm. a night of repentance, a night of dua. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to carry out the masnoon amals for the day of Jumu'ah and the night of Jumu'ah. And when I believe you are in Durban. Jiustad. I heard that she did go for a swim after Maghrib so that she could be fresh. <laughs> MashaAllah, and energetic. But tonight, Ji Mulana, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said, teach your children horse riding. It's such a beautiful hobby and a sport. Hmm. Learn how to ride a horse. Hmm. And whatever animals you have, you must always keep a name for them. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sunnah. Rasulullah had camels, Rasulullah had mules, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had horses, Rasulullah had swords. For every item, there was a name. So alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq because one of the points that we are going to raise is about keeping the mind of children occupied. One with talim, number two, tarbiyat, and number three is to keep themselves fit and in a healthy frame of mind. 
تو نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے ٹیچ یور چلڈرن ہاس رائڈنگ ٹیچ دیم سوڈ فائٹنگ ہاؤ ٹو یوز اے سوڈ نمبر تھری ٹیچ دیم آرچری الحمد للہ ٹیچ دیم ریسلنگ الحمد للہ گریٹ اسپاٹ ناٹ دا ٹائپ آف ریسلنگ دیٹ وی سی today where you want to disfigure and draw blood because it's an art of defense self-defense anything that you can defend yourself learn it Allah is saying keep yourself in readiness at all times be alert focused and prepare your form of defense This is the shan of a mu'min that to defend his right, his property, his integrity, his family. So, on a lighter note, Mughana, I was just saying that, mashallah, enjoy the breeze of Durban, inshallah, al-Aziz. We'll see you there tomorrow. Ameen. Inshallah, Allah Ta'ala worlds, we can meet, have a cup of tea together. Ameen, Ustad, inshallah. Allah Ta'ala grant you salamati and afiyat. Ameen. We started last week and we were discussing some of the highlights people achieved in the month of Ramadan. Mm. We had such beautiful feedback from our listenership that, alhamdulillah, how they changed their lives in the month of Ramadan. And our dua for them is, and for all our brothers and sisters, can Allah Ta'ala give us topic to continue with the good deeds. Amen. So I'm sure some of the sisters and brothers still have some beautiful information that how the month of Ramadan changed them and made them more conscious of Allah. Mm. We'd like to hear from them. Number two, inshallah, the importance of durood and salam upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. And thirdly, how to control the mind, you know, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-junoon. Allah protect me from insanity. Hmm. You can be sick and having pains and aches throughout your body. You can still manage the pain, the treatment. But Mulana, when you have lost your mind, the Alzheimer's disease, dementia, You can't remember the name of your wife and your children. You can't recognize them. Mm. Allahu Akbar. You lived with them for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And as you age, your memory starts failing. And on a lighter note, you know, one day an elderly man was talking to a young man. And he says that, you know, Rasulullah said, keep a pet name for your wife. If you want to show love and muhabbat, appreciation, alhamdulillah, that you adore her, you love her unconditionally. Keep a beautiful name for her, a pet name. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did keep a pet name for Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Ya Aish, Ya Habiba, Ya Humaira. One of the most beautiful ways of addressing your wife, inshallah, with respect. and dignity. Mm. So, as I'm saying that, Marana, as you grow older, you tend to lose your memory. 
dementia. You don't know where you are, what you are, what you're doing. So many people went missing because when they left home, they don't know their way back home. And sometimes, alhamdulillah, they return safely. We find them. Sometimes we just don't find them. May Allah Ta'ala protect us and Allah give us tawfiq in all age as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did also make a dua ki Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min arzalil umr. Allah protect me from old age. Look at the age Rasulullah passed away, 63 years old. Subhanallah. What a powerful era of Rasulullah's life, 63 years. So, insha'Allah, these respected brothers, let us start with durood and salam upon Rasulullah mm. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-ladeen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر ما كان محمد أبا أحد من رجالكم ولكن رسول الله وخاتم النبيين وكان الله بكل شيء عليما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا بلغ العلا بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم صدق الله مولانا الذين respected brothers and sisters in Islam what is the best wazifa that Allah Ta'ala has given to the Ummah? Mm-hmm. Good question. Mm-hmm. A lot of du'as and wazifas, Rasulullah mentioned, the awliya Allah have prescribed, ulama'i kiram have prescribed. What is the best wazifa Allah Himself practiced and asked us to do? Is to send durood and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna allaha, verily Allah. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu and Allah's angels. <laughs> send durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya ayyuhal ladina amanu. 
and this hadith is mentioned in Tirmizi Sharif. He came to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he asked the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "How much dua or durood must I make for you, Ya Rasulullah?" So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam responded and said, "As you please." So he said to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Ya Rasulullah." Quarter of my time, I'm going to devote sending durood and salam upon you. And then he said to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Should I increase? Read a bit more." So Hazrat sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to him, "It is better, alhamdulillah, if you increase." Comes back and says to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, "Ya Rasulullah, I've decided to devote half my time." reciting durood and salam upon you ya rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he asked the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam again ya rasulullah should i increase it more mm. so sallallahu alaihi wasallam said increase it it will be better for you he comes back the third time and he says to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya rasulullah i finally decided that all my duas and time I will utilize sending durood and salam upon you. Allahu Akbar. I want to devote my time reading durood and salam upon you. After hearing this from the Sahabi, Rasulullah said to him three things. Mm. If you are going to devote your time totally reciting durood and salam upon me, these are the three benefits Allah will give to you. Number one, Allah will be with you in this world and in the year after. Allah will protect you. Allah will take care of you in this matters of dunya and the akhirah. Number two, all your sins will be forgiven, <laughs> and all your needs will be fulfilled. Allah whatever Allah. your needs are. We haven't really understood the benefit of durood and salam upon. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Three beautiful benefits. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "If you are going to devote your entire time reciting the rudd and salam upon me, Allah will be with you in this world and the year after. Number two, Allah will forgive all your sins. For your kabira gunas, you have to make tawba and repent. And thirdly." Whatever your needs are in this world, all your needs will be fulfilled. Just to give you an idea, during the time of Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, a person was a gunehgar. The whole city used to talk about him. They banished him mm-hmm. because such a bad influence he was. He was thrown out of the city, and he was living on the outskirts of the city. So one day he opened the Torah, and as he was browsing to it, he came across the name of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He kissed the name Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah Taala by His good gesture 
of showing respect for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Ta'ala sent Hadrat Musa alayhi salam wahi o Musa kodi give him khusal and perform his salatul janaza and take the ummah with you. Hadrat Musa alayhi salam goes to the outskirts and they find this is the same person who was thrown out of the city because of his gunas and bad influence. He was banished, chased mm. out of the city. So Hazrat Musa salam, did as Allah commanded, gave Ghusl, put on the kapan, performed his salatul janaza together with the Bani Israel. After the tajheed and taqweed, Hazrat Musa salam, asked Allah Ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, how did this man achieve this status? Because if you look at his condition in the world, what a bad influence he was, gunas that he made. And now, Allah, you have given him this ezaz and ikram and this honor and status, bari ta'ala, what's the reason for this? So Rabbul Alameen said to Hadrat Musa, salam, oh, Musa, he was a gunahgar and a sinner, hmm. but because he showed respect to my Habib Muhammadur Rasulullah's name, and he recited durood upon my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I have forgiven Allah. So, so, can you imagine, you can be the worst sinner. <laughs> and I keep saying this to our listeners, please don't judge other people. Yes, Ustad. Man aiba Whoever hides the fault of a Muslim brother, Allah will hide his faults on the day of Qiyamah. Haq. It's a great sunnah of the Prophet But we love to backbite. We, like, we love to tarnish the names of people. We love to slander. I don't know what joy we get out of it. <laughs> Try to be pious your own way. Or dusro could be nek banal. Encourage people to do good. So don't write off anybody in society. We have seen it in the month of Ramadan, or the night of Laylatul Qadr, or the night of Shabi Barat. A person lands in Medina, passes away. They finish make Umrah, they pass away. They finish make Tawaf, they pass away. They pass away in the position of Sajda. Subhanallah. Don't judge people. La tanzuru ila ibad. Don't look at the gunas of people as if you are Allah and you are the judge. <laughs> so this is the fazilat and barakat of insha'Allah reciting durood and salam upon Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala was asked, okay, who is a miser? Bakhil kon? Who is a miser? <laughs> So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to, to her, a miser is he who hears my name and does not recite a durood upon me. Allah. Allah. We listen to so many bayans, so many lectures, we read so many books about the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We find it so difficult to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We write the S-A-W. Subhanallah. Rasulullah said, that person is a miser. That's why you find the muhaddisin 
when every hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they will write in Arabic, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. <laughs> you say the root once upon Rasulullah, Allah ta'ala will forgive your ten gunas, Allah will raise your ten status. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ is praising the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wherever Allah's name will be taken, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's name will be taken. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to continue making the rule and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Second topic, Mulana, I don't know if you have anybody on your screen. You said that, alhamdulillah, they changed their lifestyle in the month of Ramadan. Allah gave them to become better mu'mineen, muslimin. But I just want to show to you the love Rasulullah had for children. When our children are getting messed up, becoming suicidal, they lack the love of the parents, both parents, divorce, abuse, it's destroying the mindset of our children. But two examples I want to give to you. Mm. That how much Rasulullah loved children. We all know when Rasulullah made hijrat from Makkah to Medina, and it was made known that the Prophet of Islam, Muhammad Rasulullah, will be soon arriving in Medina to Munawwar after Makkah. So every day, the people of Medina would go on the outskirts of Medina and wait in on the road to welcome the Prophet sallallahu Everyone excited, rahmatul lil'alameen, sallallahu alayhi wa is arriving shortly. But by the evening, there's no sign. Next day, they come back again with new enthusiasm, waiting to welcome Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa And amongst those who were waiting to welcome the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam were children. They were eagerly waiting for him to arrive. They lined the streets of Medina waiting to welcome him. And when Rasulullah, when they saw the dust in the horizon and the excitement started growing, and as Rasulullah came closer, this little girl they sang the beautiful nazam, which I think every child, Islamic child, Muslim child, nursery rhyme, Tala al-Badru alayna min saniyyatil wida. We all know it. We have taught it to our children in the Jalsas. We find the children reciting it and reading it. Tala al-Badru alayna. The beautiful moon has appeared in front of us. They sang it so beautifully. Rasulullah appreciated it. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went up to them, smiling. And he asked them, Do you love me? Allahu Akbar. Rahmatul alameen. Going up to children. We find it as elders below our dignity to interact with children, to love our own children. He asked them, do you love me? In excitement, they all said, yes. 
Yes, Ya Rasulullah, we love you. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied by saying, I also love you all. Can you imagine those words of comfort? The words of love and compassion? Yes, I love you all. The children were delighted. So respected brothers, we're having this war every day in society. When there's a divorce and the children are now torn apart, we are pawning these children of ours. We're pitching each one up against one another. This is not what Rasulullah taught us. Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala was a khadim of Rasulullah, a boy of 10 years. His mother brought him to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Ya Rasulullah, this is my son, I'm gifting him to you. Take khidmat from him. 10 years old. And he stays for 10 years with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said, describing the personality and character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Wallahi, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu never scolded. Rasulullah never hit me. Yes, Rasulullah would send me on errands and sometimes as a young man, a child, I used to forget. I used to find children playing in Medina. I would stop and start playing with them and I completely forgot what Rasulullah sent me for. And when Rasulullah would come looking for me and find me playing with the children, Rasulullah would just grab him from the back and Rasulullah would just smile and say, what happened? This is how Rasulullah showed love. These are our biological children. So you want to be a good parent, Mulana. Be a good role model for our children. Walk the talk. Mm. No you speaking and doing nothing. Walk the talk, as we say. Don't just tell your child what you want them to do. Do it. Show it to them. Be role models. Mm. The best way to teach them, Monana, is to show them. Love them and show them through action. Monana, love your children. Today, children are crying for attention. They're crying for love. They love the maid more than the mother because that maid is kind to them. She feeds them. She clothes them. She plays with them. It makes sense to you. You give birth to the child. But you see, we're chasing behind the dunya. I want to give up my motherhood, my responsibility. Mm. See, because money is everything for us. <laughs> what did Allah tell you and me in the Quran, Mulana? Don't murder and kill your children because of the fear of poverty. We feed the unborn baby in the mother's stomach. Allah Rabbul Alameen says we. First we feed the unborn baby in the mother's womb and then we feed you. Since when you are responsible. Now you talk to these couples, some of them, modernist thinking. I don't want one more than one child. It's very expensive. Yes, it's very expensive because I want designer clothes. I want to send them to a Christian school where they teach according to their thinking, the best English. Because in the cover, they're not going to ask you in English 
the Farishtas will wake you up. Rasulullah said, I'm an Arab. I love the Arabs. The Quran was revealed in Arabic. When mm. the Farishtas are going to wake you up in the Qabr, you are going to be talking to them in Arabic. Marrabbuk. Who was your love? Who was your Allah? Madinuk. What was your religion? Mannabiyuk. Who was your Nabi? Samunana. Love them and show them through actions. Show them that you love them. <laughs> All right, Mulana, good question. How do you show love, Mulana, to children? Indeed. Because we started this topic, we're going to end it tonight. How do you look at them? How do you show love to them? How do you express love to your children? Ask yourself, when last did I hug my child? When last I kissed my child on the forehead? So let's see some of the beautiful ways to show you and express your love for your children. It's your daughters. It's your son. It's your grandson. It's your granddaughter. It's your nephew. It's your niece. How you show love to children? Number one, look them in the eye. They talk to them, look at them. And say, oh Allah, you gave me such a beautiful child. Such an obedient child. Look them in the eye with muhabbat and love. One, make physical contact with them. Hug them. Make them sit next to you. Hold their hand. Place your hand over their head. Give them a dua. Subhanallah. Compliment them. MashaAllah, the child finished one sipara in the, mas- in the madresa, Mulana. Give the child an incentive and a gift. Give him or her a hadiyah. Compliment, encourage, give them a gift. Thank them. Sometimes your son or your daughter, Abba, Daddy, Mommy, they bring you a glass of juice, a cup of tea, or some savory. And with great love, they feed you. Do we say Jazakallah to this little kids of ours? No. Bring here. Do this, we shout at them. No. Piyar se baat karo. Islam piyar se pehla hai, talwar se nahi. Islam spread with love, not with the sword. So apne bachyo aur garwalo ko piyar se baat karo. Talk to them with love and compassion. Sit and read with them. When you're reading Quran, call your son and daughter, Betty. Come, bring your Quran. Come, let's we read Quran together. What a beautiful scene, Murana. Or read a hadith together. Read a story of the seerah of Rasulullah with them. And make bedtime special time for them. When last did I sit with my child and read Ayatul Kursi and the four kuls? And I blew on my child and I said, Tawakkal to Allah, fi amanillah. May Allah ta'ala protect you. Blow on them and put them to bed. Mm. Subhanallah. We don't have the time to do that, Mawlana. Then we want to know why my child doesn't love me. Why my child doesn't respect me. See? Because I'm not showing any love or concern. So make bedtime special. If either you call all your children before they go to bed, we all make a collective dua, Mawlana. You kiss each one on their forehead, hug them, and say, Barakallah, Bikum. May Allah give you all barakah. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And send them off to you. <laughs> and if you've got one or two, 
treat all your children equal, go to the first one, sit, spend five minutes, inshallah, put them to bed, go to the next one and do it. This is how you show love for your children. And let them cook with you. This is for the mothers. Your little daughter, she's seven years old. Teach her how to peel a potato. Teach her the basic domestic side. So tomorrow, inshallah, she'll make you a proud mother. When she marries, and alhamdulillah, she carries out her duty and responsibility. Mm. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Murana. All I'm saying, parents, before you get divorced, or before you abandon your children, for which you are going to ask and be asked on the day of Qiyamah, I gave you the children as an amanat. What did you do for them? Allah is going to ask you. So let's be civil to each other. Look at the best interest of that child. Yes, the custody is given to the mother as long as she doesn't get married. Mm. And the children, Sharia says, the custody goes to the mother as long as she doesn't get married. When she gets married, then the scenario changes, the scene changes, the responsibility changes. That we will check with Mufti Saab in them and the fatwa is given. Mm. Children are becoming suicidal, Molana. Again, there's many reasons for that. Molana, children are very sensitive. Mm. They love both parents. And each parent has a special way of showing love to his sons and daughters. Molana, don't disappoint our children. It's such a great asset to us. The purpose of nikah is procreation. The purpose of nikah in your old age, somebody will make khidmat for you. The purpose of nikah is the children will make isal tawaf for you. Waladun salihun yadhula. So let's look after the children. And if there is a divorce settlement about the children, do your best and give your best. Mm. Like how, when you are together, the best of talim for them, the best of food, the best of clothing, the best of tarbiyat, and the best of love. It's a joint operation. It's a joint responsibility. It's not a tug of war. I'm pulling this way and you're pulling that way. You're tearing children apart. So may Allah give the adults the understanding that we need to be civil to each other and what is the best interest or which parents, as much as the mother has the right, maybe she doesn't have the ability or she doesn't have the facility to look after the child. And she says, no problem. Let's come to an agreement. I will give the custody to the father and inshallah, we will have visiting rights to each other for the children. And do that. I may be a father, but I'm a drug addict. I'm irresponsible. I'm not working. I don't make an effort. I can't pay the school fees. I can't feed the child. And why make the child suffer? And the mother is, mashallah, affluent. She can afford to look after him. Subhanallah. The bottom line here is, mm. do what is in the best interest of the children. That's all I'm saying to you, Mahabir. So may Allah Ta'ala give us topic. Have any questions? Mm. There's a listener saying, Ustad, that uh, what happens, both the parents moved on, but both of them, they don't want their child, their little daughter. So eventually I think they have to take the daughter and they put in an orphanage. Ustad. 
نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے دیٹ ہوم از بلیسڈ اینڈ مبارک وے دا فرسٹ بورن چائلڈ از اے گرل چائلڈ بٹ اے بگ مبارک بعد گلیڈ تھائیڈنگ اینڈ خوش خبری that when Allah blesses you with a daughter first, that is the most blessed house. And she comes with her own riz and sustenance. If people go back into history and look at their financial standing and status before they got married, after they got married, and when Allah blessed them with a daughter first, the doors of Barakah and Rosie just opened. Because she came with her own rose. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Whoever Allah has given three daughters, mm. keep a good name. Give them the best Islamic education. And when they reach a marriageable age, they get them married. Allah shall give those parents Jannah to free Whoever loses three children in infancy, before they became bali, they passed away in an accident. They passed away due to an illness. Or they passed away immediately after they were born. And the parents say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi ra'ati'un. To Allah do we belong and to Him is our turn. Allah Pak asked Malak al-Maud, which mm. was the most painful experience for you to take out the soul of my creation. Adam Israel alayhi salam said, Allah, when you tell me to take the soul of a baby, because that baby is the heart and the apple of the parent. But... They accept it as Allah Ta'ala's will. Yes, you will cry. You will become emotional. Even Rasulullah became emotional. Rasulullah cried when his son Ibrahim passed away in Rasulullah's arms. Inna bifiraqika ya Ibrahim. Oh Ibrahim, see, by you leaving us, the heart is so. But my complaint is not to Allah. I am happy with Allah's decision. It's only natural So Allah Pak is asking Malak al-Maut, when you took out the soul of that baby, what did the father and mother say? Allah knows what the parents said, but just to show and give honor and dignity, the Farishtah says, they said, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. So Allah Pak said to the angel, go and build a palace in Jannah for his parents and name that par- palace Bayt al-Hamd. Look at the fazilat of having children. Those stories of don't be selfish. Tomorrow these children will make you proud. Yes. On the day of Qiyamah, when you are going to be credited with sawab, tons of it, Bari Ta'ala will say, Dekho, tumhari liye, kitna sawab, how much sawab you all got. So you and I will say, Bari Ta'ala, oh Allah, I was not such a pious person in the world. I didn't do much good deeds. Allah Pak will say yes. But these deeds that you see that are credited to you in such great volume is the Isari Sawab which your children made for you after you passed away. So they are, your children are beneficial in this dunya. They are beneficial for you in the Akhirah. Number two. Well, no, we need to make dua for our children. Hadrat Sufyan Sori Rahmatullah said something. 
The one who prays for his parents after every namaz will be considered an obedient child on the day of Qiyamah. May Allah make us. Allah ma'ala minhum. That after every namaz, I raise my hands and make a dua for my parents. Rabbi alhamhuma kama rabbayani sakhira. Rabbi khfirli waliwali dayya walil mu'minina yawma yakum al-hisab. To Hadrat Sufyan Suri rahmatullah, he said, the one who prays for his parents after every namaz will be considered an obedient child on the day of Qiyamah. Number two, Mawana, this is very mm. important. It may like shock you or surprise you. Don't make nazar on your own child. <laughs> Don't make nazar on your child. Sometimes we say, you know, when people come to visit and they see the masoom child, the mashallah child, the beautiful, handsome, little Yusuf or Zahira, whatever name you kept. What dua must you read when you see something beautiful, exclusive, and especially when it's a child? Bismillahi masha Allah, la quwwata illa billah. You see a beautiful house, a beautiful car, your neighbor, your brother, your sister, whoever. Allah Park has given them something that is beautiful, something that's admirable. Take a thing, ah, look at this. That ah is going to destroy whatever is in front. Because some people, al-aynu haqqun. Nazar is a truth. On Sahabi, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sahabi, they didn't have modern bathrooms like you and me have. Mm. We spent like 250,000, half a million rand in a bathroom. Mm. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do not stay in the state of nudity for a long period of time. Jaldi ghusal karo. Make your ghusal quickly and get out of the bathroom and cover yourself. Because shayateen in Iblis will destroy you. Okay? So respected brothers, this Sahabi of Rasulullah was taking a bath. And they are handsome, very, very handsome, failing complexion. A person in Medina had this weakness in him. He had a bad eye. And when he saw the body, the upper part of the body of this Sahabi, and he said, what a beautiful body. Mm. And that Sahabi collapsed. And was unconscious. The message goes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, that Sahabi, this particular person made nazar on him, and this Sahabi collapsed, he's unconscious. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, tell that person who did that to make wudu and take that wudu and put that water on top of him. So what I'm saying, an-nazru haqqun, nazar is haqq. So sometimes as parents, we keep admiring our child. <laughs> Yes, you're entitled to do that, and you must do that, inshallah. It's a ni'mat, it's a gift from Allah. But whenever you see your child and he brings happiness and joy to you, say, Bismillahi, Allah, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Thirdly, we need to make dua for our children. Mm-hmm. And one of the most beautiful du'as to make is, Bismillahi alladhi la yadurru ma'asmihi. Shay'un fil ardi wa la sama wa huwa samiyun We need to learn it ourselves, our mothers and sisters, and likewise teach it to our children. 
بسم الله الذي لا يضر ما اسمه شيء في الارض ولا في السماء وهو السميع العليم this is a dua for protection dua for protection from nazar as i said bismillahi ma sha allah la quwwata illa billah our final dua to allah mulana oh allah bless us all matters of our lives bless us our health allah bless our family Allah bless our wealth and every path that we take. Amen. Mm. Oh Allah, bless all matters of our lives. Allah bless our health. Allah bless our families. Allah bless our wealth mm. and every path that we take. Amen. And what's the secret code, Bolana? Whoever fails to show mercy to our children and fails to honor our elders, falaysa minna. They're not from my ummah. Rasulullah's hadith, the perform of the hadith is so simple. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, many times Allah Ta'ala's azab is being sent to a district, to a town or a city. Allah Ta'ala wants to destroy that town and city. for the gunas and evils that they are committing. The Faristas say, Bari Ta'ala, there's masum children in there. Rabbul Alameen, they are elderly people in there. Allah Paks is Rahim, Allah is Kareem, Allah is merciful. Allah Paks says, because of the masumiyat of those masum children and the honor of those elderly people that we have in the community, Allah Paak turns the azab away. Allah protects the town and city from total destruction. So the presence of Basum children in the community mm. and the presence of elders in our community is indeed a great rahmat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who fail to show mercy to children. Malana, mm. they are burning children. They Listen to this one, Ustaz. Listen to this one. As you're saying, they are burning children. Uh, there's yeah. a message that came in, and uh, she says, Mulana Salim, I'm 13 years old. I'm living with my stepdad. He treats me better than my dad, than my own father. My daddy doesn't phone me, doesn't message me, doesn't visit me, but I still do love him. 13 years old. Ustad. This is what I'm saying, Mulana. Children are looking for love. They're looking for a role model. Mulana, mm, mm, mm. you know, if you show love to a child, it's, 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 it's common sense. Mulana, if you treat your own child with love, the moment the child sees you coming, the moment they hear the gate opening, the, the moment they hear the hoots, Mulana, that child is running into your arms. Do you, can you imagine that happiness and joy a father feels or a mother feels when she sees her child after such a long time. You know, it shows that that father who cannot love his daughter, he's, he's either coming from a background where, Mulana, there was no morals. His upbringing was faulty. Mm-hmm. That is why we have to be role models, Mulana, to our children. It shows there was a lack of discipline and love in that family, in that home. 
they saw this fighting, hitting, zulm, oppression, and they considered it as a normal thing. So they grow up with that, and when they get married, they do the same thing. So sometimes it baffles you. How come such an intelligent person is doing such things? Is mana because once the habit is formulated at young age, it sticks and it goes with you in your genasa. So here is a girl who's saying that my stepfather treats me with more love and respect and dignity. Mm. But I like the last word that she said, but I still love my father. Allah, Akbar. You know, if the father hears this, you know, I'll drop everything and drive right now Aye, to her daughter of <laughs> and beg her forgiveness. This is how children are so important to us, that we love every child equally. It shows that the bond of nikah, the barakat of children, the love that Allah has kept between mother and child, father and child, is indeed valuable. It's of great essence to us. So parents, let's not throw away this opportunity. You may not get a chance again to have a daughter. You'll never ever get a chance again to hug your daughter and take care for her. And inshallah, give her a marriage knowing that you did an excellent job in her tarbiyat. She's going to be the queen in somebody's house because you can brought her up with the proper upbringing and discipline and adab that you instilled in her. Mm. This father has missed a golden opportunity. But it's never too late, Mulana. If he's listening to this bayan, send the podcast to him. Tell him to make peace with his daughter, reconnect, and see how Allah will change his life. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Amen. But this is what I'm saying, Mulana. How can we abuse our children? We burn our children. We break their arms. Mulana. We sexually assault them. We crush the skull of a baby. Mulana. A child is helpless, innocent, masoom. The child is crying, you clout the child, you kick the child. May Allah instill mercy in our hearts. Allah removes hatred, zulm, and all evil from our hearts. And let us love each other for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give us tawfiq. Amen. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Uh, well said from our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Dhamad Barakatum. Of course, tomorrow morning, inshallah, 10 o'clock to half past 10 will be our nikah announcement. We say Jazakumullah khairin to Ustad. Ustad, inshallah, your Juma tomorrow? When I'll be in May Street in Durban, inshallah, make to offer. I mean, insh- we, we will try and make mulaqat, inshallah, Ustad. No problem, Mulana. Allah Ta'ala grants you and the family up here. Amen. Inshallah, enjoy your stay. And Allah Ta'ala take great work from you, Inshallah. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillah, ya Rabbil Alameen. Well, three minutes after 10 South African time, we'll love you and leave you on this beautiful night, beautiful evening, beautiful auspicious night of the night of Yawmul Jumu'ah. See you guys tomorrow morning live here in Durban. Tomorrow morning from the Durban studios. From myself this evening and our beloved engineers, Dawood Mondli and Brother Lakono. From all of you out there, Allahumma ahdina wa ahdibina wa ahdina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.